Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. Minus Friendly Geordies, unfortunately. Um, Damn look, it. he's not here today. He will be here. Schwarmer FM t- um, this week. We can't go into why he's not here, but I can tell you that with time, you will find out. So apologies, he'll be here. Uh, and things will be back to normal soon. I know I keep saying that, but like... Yeah, look, it's, it's a tough time. It's a tough time. Yeah, yeah. But it uh, it will happen. And then it'll be all the schweda. Yeah. You know? Well, look, uh, if we... If, if the risk was a little... Bit, look, I'm not going to go too into it. But like, Jordan isn't here. Yeah. And... Um, let's, start, let's start off with this, because it's... Let's be honest. Like, this show now has become too fat on a couch what's your least favorite food are you serious we're gonna start off with that <laughs> maybe not oh why did you say the c word oh done we done closed done. can we start over yeah are you is that all right i read this okay yeah. i read that um if you say the c word say c word or any profanity uh-huh. within the first eight seconds uh-huh. then they're gonna automatically just demonetize you. that wasn't the first eight seconds you reckon? Yeah, that was like the first like 15 seconds. All right, okay. Well, then let's just continue. <laughs> let's continue. Sorry, bro. Uh, that's all right. Hey, I promise it wasn't the first eight. We've got a few segments, including the meme segment, uh, which I haven't put up, but we'll figure it out. Um, however, let's start off. I don't think it was anyway. Now you're freaking me out. What do you mean? Now you're freaking me out that it uh, was. Oh, look, I don't know. We'll figure something out. I don't, think it, I don't good. think it was. I don't think it was. Hey, miss, I've got to first ask you this question. Because, hit me. Unfortunately, Jordan isn't here to answer this, but hit me with your well, rhythm. What stick. do you think about the referendum? On what? The voice of recognition for an Aboriginal oversight oh, body. Oh yeah. In the parliament, like how? What's, uh, what's, what's your? Because so I'll tell you, the Nationals are not supporting it. Labor Party. Is pushing hard, yeah. Is pushing hard against it. So they're saying for it that the re- they're saying that Albo is setting up for this referendum to fail because he isn't outlining exactly what kind of oversight body this is going to be, like what what that body looks like. Yeah, he's just saying that agree with there will be something, right? And we'll tell you later. So uh, Peter Dutton is saying that that's a ridiculous way of doing it. Uh, you're the the, the re- referendum isn't going to pass because of it. And so I honestly just think that they're they don't want to support right. labor, you know, pushed referendum. What's the what I don't I don't know what it's outlining. Is it like it's it's like a separate parliament or something? No, or? it's not a separate parliament. It's actually really tame. If you honestly look at it, it's again, like Peter Dutton says, we don't have a lot of details. But what it essentially is, is that within the parliament, there's no sorry no outside there's going to be a body form like an uh, uh, an indigenous elder body <sighs> of a panel of people that are going to be advising again i say advising the government on legislations relating particularly to indigenous people however this body's recommendations will not be binding Right. So if the parliament chooses to ignore it, they can ignore it. Right. However, so it's not once like this comes about and the recommendations are put through, it's going to be really hard to ignore this recommendation. Right. So it's essentially like a, a body of uh, indigenous people that can veto right. certain legislations being passed isn't, about them. Isn't isn't the thing though that like with a lot of indigenous communities, it's so there's 
you know, historically it's been like, um, for, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, and also correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. 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 Um, and not a uniform sort of culture, if you will. It's like very, um, community based in terms of like communities from Perth have like, I mean, I know I have, I've had friends that have lived in Alice Springs and Alice Springs might as well, sorry, Sydney, that area in regards to Alice Springs might as well be like France. There's no, there's, they, they don't have any, there's no, there isn't, from what I've been told, there's no, there's no like connection to, so how could a, would a body, so, uh, okay. do you know what I mean? Wouldn't it have to be representative of like every, the whole yeah. geography? So what you're saying is right and wrong. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm no expert on this by any stretch. What you're saying is true. That's how uh, indigenous societies were in Australia. So Australia was like multiple countries, right? Where lots uh, and lots of lots uh, and I've lots seen of, the map uh, where it was like, and they have their own tribe, like, oh, sorry, their own uh, languages. Yeah, their but own like, s like a thousand states, if you will. Yeah, yeah, but however, we should also keep in mind that the reality, the situation is now very different. The mm, indigenous community sure? yeah, has well, really shrunk. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The population is, I think, two percent or something. Yeah, it's yeah. it's ridiculously low, and so as a result, most of the indigenous communities that at one time were really separate have sort of come together. Right. Because there's not that many, you know, members. Right. In okay. So, uh, in 2017, there was a statement made by a bunch of community elders called Uluru Statement from the Heart, which laid down. Uh, so they. Essentially, there's a lot of stuff that was being spoken, but one of the main things was that they need constitutional recognition, yeah, which is yeah. a very fair argument. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When Australia, when uh, sorry, when um, the Europeans came, instead of like, so there's a few oh, yeah, ways you can like recognize yeah. them. You have the whole terror. Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, like, yeah. I know about that. Yeah. And so they need some kind of recognition. They need some kind of recognition in the state governing body. Yeah, you know, how the states works, as opposed to like just. Going into as parliament. opposed to firstly ignoring that the population exists and then eventually just treating them as an individual like any other individual. Because if you think about it, you're only two percent of the population. You're the original custodians of the land. So in a democracy, you're screwed. There's so many more people that oh, yeah. vote against you. So right. if you're just like isolated, oh, because it purely in terms of a numbers game. Yeah, purely in terms of a number game. Right, like if yeah. you if there's something that they don't want to be, but done, then couldn't couldn't there'd be more of like a thing of like more indigenous voices in parliament. Yes, you can try. And there are some, you can try to get more people on, but again, like you need to be voted in. So what you can do is oh, yeah, it's still a some countries thing. have like these protected seats that are basically not fought. They're uh, granted as mm. in they're awarded to certain people. And it's to solve issues like this. But in my experience, man, like a lot of times the countries that have it, um, it usually just becomes like a, a thing for, the the ruling government or the ruling party to just award to their mates that are from that oh, particular. Right. So in Pakistan, for instance, there's a quota for women to try to get women involved in politics. I think it's about 25%. So 25% of the seats need to be uh, women. And so in certain seats, you can literally just award who you want that seat to go to. Right. And so, they'll, so a lot of times the politicians would just choose women from their families or women that are like right. their mates. Right, right, so right. So it's, it becomes like a little corrupted. I think this, I, this, I'm personally in favor of mm. Albo's plan for it. I think it's a really good way of doing it. Do, it. It doesn't seem that 
radical. I honestly think there was only two ways you could do it. Either this or the other aspect, which is you officially sign a treaty. Kind of like the Maori Treaty in, in New Zealand. But I like this. There needs to be some kind of constitutional... I'm, I'm for, for sure. this yeah. referendum, no, yeah, personally. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. I think this is... It's about time, honestly. And uh, what 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 is the what does a referendum mean? So a referendum essentially means the constitutional changes. So the constitution changes cannot be enacted by the parliament. So the idea is that the constitution are like kind of think of it as the Bible. You can't just change the Bible. Yeah, right. From the parliament. However, if the entire community decides that certain part of the Bible is right. incorrect or they want to add something, then the parliament can choose to hold a vote by everyone. Right. So everyone right. gets to vote on something and then if the result is that people favor it then the constitution can be amended yeah right 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 there's okay. only that way to honestly do it right okay certain constitutional changes so this has to be this is like a, a making a, a sort of body that is you know uh, it's really hard because it's like it's not binding but like a body that like sort of rivals the parliament in certain regards mm. That requires constitutional change. You can't just enact it by legislation. Right. Because the, the constitution says it's divided the, the branches of government and the branches of like uh, politics in general into like separate categories and they're fixed. So if you want to add another one into it, then you really need to go to the people and ask for a referendum, which yeah. Jabo's done. And they're voting on it or? They're going to vote on it. Uh, the earliest that the vote will can be is... <coughs> August of this year, but the vote will happen some point this year. Right, right, right. <coughs> Sorry. So we're all going to have to go vote. And um, I honestly think that it should pass, right? Yeah, it seems pretty reasonable. I mean, as long as it's like, you know, like you, like I was saying, like representative of the the whole that whole community, the whole community, as in like their, their community. Because, you know, there there is... There is still, I mean, it's obviously very different, but there, there are, it's still that sort of like sp sporadic sort of, sort of uh, dysphoria, whatever you want to call it, of like different communities. So as long, you know what I mean? As long as it's, I don't know. My, my thing with government generally is like, it's almost, it seems like a class, you, know, you don't want like it to be a class divide. You know what I mean? Where it's just like lawyer, which it really is. It's like lawyers and, and, and rich kids through nepotism you know majoritively get in those positions and like i think that that's like not conducive of it's not re it's not representative of you know like the, the the community at large this is true but again like we should we should always remember i it's not going to be binding anyways in, right so right, if right. there in is true. something i mean it's a step in the right direction for sure yeah and like honestly because like you had to do something and this seems to me a reasonable way of going about it yeah and uh except that Albo is some, sometimes like he kind of screws it up with like remember when he got Shaq randomly to <laughs> appear while he was here promoting a betting a gambling company <laughs> and he was like he was treating Albo like a little child he was like oh, hey, your prime minister has has been has been saying good stuff and I'm with you I'm with you on this. Now I'm going to go <laughs> and I'm going to go play with Sports that bet. midget from uh, <laughs> Kazakhstan who hangs out with Khabib. What's his name? His name's, uh, it's like literally Hezbollah. Yeah, Hezbollah. 
Hezbollah, yeah. Hezbollah, Hezbollah. I'm going to go get smacked by Hezbollah for TikTok. But when I'm done with that, I'm going to come right back and help you with campaigning. And just uh, leaves the next day, never comes back Are you again. serious? Yeah. And then, like, before he leaves the press conference, he says, Hey, Prime Minister, uh... Make sure you get those customs forms in order for me to take that back to U.S. And then Albo is like embarrassed, just like he 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 means uh, he means this uh, boomerang that we gave him. <laughs> what the fuck? So as long as Albo doesn't pull off idiot moves yeah. like that, I think we'll be fine. That's bizarre. Why? That's like that's like a Trump move. That's <laughs> so stupid. And then he go and then and then so and he also like Shaq's not indigenous like just because he's black like, that makes no sense. What he was like speaking on behalf of the like indigenous yeah community. because like his pigment slightly matches indigenous <laughs> people so he's like an authority and he's gonna and like who cares about Shaq the anyways Shaq. and the and the irony of just being like I'm gonna go uh uh I'm gonna go like advertise a sports bet with like the inspired and unemployed now it's like what it's ridiculous hey. Look, we're gonna we're gonna go to the memes, but I want you to see this. Oh, we mess. got memes. Yeah, we got. So you know, there's Sick, a country dude. called Sudan. Yeah, 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 in Africa. Yes, and now there's two countries, North and South Sudan. South Sudan is actually since uh, when, Jack? South Sudan is one of the newest countries, and their prime, their president, president or prime minister, yeah, president. Sorry, their president just had a little bit of an issue. That I'm gonna show to you. Oh damn! Is it? Did, did Mr. Bean come back? Pakistani <laughs> Mr. Bean. Close. <laughs> not not really. Okay. Just keep. I'm gonna put it up. Okay. One second. For those of you that already know this, it's pretty fucking insane, isn't it? Okay. Hold up. All right. Here we go. You got your headphones on. Uh, you might not need them. I do. Okay. Check this out, miss. Oh, man. I hope this is the right video. <laughs> okay, watch watch him closely, all right? He got that Trump hat's on. Yeah, he's the one with the... the no, 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 the one with the cowboy hat. Oh. Just look what's happening to nice him. Nice hat, dude. <laughs> look at his crotch. No. No. Play it again. No. No. There's a puddle that forms just Bro. underneath. So for those of you that are listening, no. he pissed himself Fuck. at like a military parade. He's looking at him like, Shit. Who did that? <laughs> oh, look at this guy. Yeah. Fuck, that is not a sign of strength. Anyways, look, I wouldn't have brought this up because he's an old man that can't clearly control his bowels. I'm, I'm like a week off that, but fuck. However, miss, oh. the controversy is that the, not team, piece. the team that were recording this yeah. are now arrested and in jail. Six journalists are arrested over this footage. And the poor guys before the when they realized it, they really did pan the camera around too. They moved it to the his security they guard. Even, they, didn't, they didn't even do it on purpose. They didn't even do it on purpose. Fuck. I love that they have to blame someone so they put the fucking camera pe that is a bad move, man. Like I, I don't love journalists either, but like crazy can't jail them. 
<laughs> That's the kind of shit that would happen to me. I'd get and wind up in jail. I'm like, man, I wasn't watching. I wasn't watching. Like that's some like dictator shit. You can't put him in. Oh, I wanted to get a cheeseburger. I just set the camera on him, dude. Oh, <laughs> dude, he's got to own it. He should have just come out and been like, hey, look. You know what he should have said? He should have come out and been like, you know what? It's he should be like, hey, look. It's a metaphor because I'm gonna I'm pissing away with the old. In with the new. I was pissing away the old country. This is a new country. And then everyone laugh it off. You don't jail. You, you should give him some tips on how to use a piss bottle every now and Diaper, then. Diaper, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he had the piss bottle in his fucking entourage, He'd he would have be been sorted. But also- okay, Dude, he, adult diaper, man. He should have- Did he know that he had a weak bladder? I don't know, but he eventually looks at his own crotch like, who did this? Who the fuck did this? Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for him, but I've now not for you know, he's a cunt for jail. <laughs> okay, what do you think about like a president that like oh. doesn't have any control over his bowels? Does he, uh. is he? Is should he automatically be disqualified from office? Well, then Biden wouldn't be in. <laughs> I think uh, no, it shouldn't be disqualified, but he should have the with we you know the sort of the sort of foresight to know that he's got a bladder problem. He should wear a diaper. Little adult. That's a thing, man. Adult diapers. Adult diapers are a thing, and they're very common too. <sighs> Dude, imagine uh, being in jail for the streets. <laughs> you'd have to laugh. You'd have to laugh. You'd have to be in jail and have to be like, you'd just laugh. You'd be like, this is. It's an episode of Seinfeld. Mm. Like, is there is South Sudan or North Sudan? South. Is that a new country? It's a new country and it's legitimately one of the poorest countries oh, and the most unstable places. Right. So this guy, look, I'm I'm I know I'm I should be well versed with South the South Sudanese history because it's fucking s small. Uh I'm pretty sure this guy used to be like some kind of uh warlord. Yeah, that yeah. Well, I suppose that makes sense. The, the jailing then makes sense, but Jesus, I love that it panned over to this G.I. Joe looking motherfucker too. It's like, <laughs> bro, what are you doing? Do you think- and then, and also you have to admit, having a cowboy hat on whilst pissing yourself is very antithetical. <laughs> it's very antithetical. Bob Catter in two years time. If Bob Catter's, Bob Catter would, you know about Bob Catter, he'd probably own it. He'd probably say that and run away and be like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's time to retire, honestly. And then he'd probably do a thing being like, he, but that's Australia. He'd be like, dude, he'd get, he'd get applauded for it in Australia. And they're just, he'd just be like, look, I'm obviously a bit older than I thought. And I had one too many four extras before the meeting and I'm only human. And everyone, and his ratings would go up. <laughs> but like, you know, in like the, the third world war-torn country, it's like any sign of weakness. Like, uh, it's, I guess it's the only move he can do in do, that. Do you think but he made that call? Do you think he was like, yeah, dude, arrest those fuckers? For sure. Or do you think it was just his like entourage's team who I mean, decided does it, that? Does it matter? Does it matter at that matter. point? What does it matter? I think it was probably him. Or someone's, no, it's probably him. It was just like, this is very shameful. How could you feel me doing this? Like, it's also like, dude, it, when I say that, this is my reaction. I laugh, I, I laugh my head off. And then ultimately you, you stop laughing and go, Ah, uh, you know, poor old fella, um, and move on with it. Like, it shouldn't be. It's like it's funny, but like, dude, I've I've been uh, in France. I was walking around. There was like a kid on my shoulders because, like, what? Yeah, well, I don't know. They were Your like, illegitimate child. <laughs> no, no, no. Child? I don't know. It was just like was. I don't know. I think there was like 
kids battling, like me and my mate and his cousins, and they're like, get on the shoulders, and they're fighting each other, you know what I mean? And then this girl started to proceed to piss all down my back. So, you know, I recovered. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. It wasn't a good moment. It sucks. Uh, but, you know, it didn't let me ruin I didn't. I didn't imprison her. When I was uh, when I was two years old, my family went to France as well, <laughs> and I Fuck. apparently pissed on their train. Oh, like on the train? Yeah, on the train. Yeah, but you were a kid. I was two years old. Yeah, that's that's still. that's understandable. I made this a is puddle, the thing, and it was traveling across the, th- the train. According to my dad, it was like so dude, embarrassed. But dude, this is the thing. I don't know if can they see this. Switch, switch to the camera. Yeah, no, well, you just took it out of the camera. This? Yeah, they can see it. See, there's a. Uh, Say it in the microphone. No, there's a very, there's a very small line, thin line between an infant and an old man, which is this coming back of the science of reincarnation book that Jordan apparently found on the side of the road. I think that says it all. Like kids and old people are basically the same. You know, they start, they start very, very, very similar. So, you know, like, you know, like it's, it's, we're only human, but it is, very funny. It is very funny. It is. It is jailed. Uh, like, surely there's international condemnation about the jailing, right? Uh, no. I mean, I'm sure there would be, but it's fuck. Just, no one's really come out just yet about. I love it. that they didn't even know. It's so mental. Hey, all right. Okay, so do you want to do the meme review? Hell yeah. Memes from across the pond. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're wearing your headphones? Oh, wait, I've got to turn that on. One second. Yeah, yeah, oh, gee. Dude, it makes me realize, like, my life ain't that bad. At least I'm not uh, the president of South Sudan. Like, it just seems stressful. (laughs) It's too stressful. (laughs) Fuck. All right, okay. Let's go with the first one. You Mom? live in an Arab country. Yeah. Mom? Are you my mom? <laughs> Too much? <laughs> ah, dude, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> was it a bit much? No, that was fucking... I've never thought about that. That's women work out. Sorry, sorry. Women work sorry, out. Sorry, sorry. Oh, what, is, what does it say? It's like, uh, women workouts for beginners. Yeah. Women workouts for beginners. 100 sweeps for by five power cleans 10 by 15 kids dinner is ready do the laundry it's dirty (laughs) how many people have switched off a lot a lot that's that's fucking hilarious though (laughs) i love the mission impossible voiceover I love the using the, the oh. weights, using the weights as like dinner plates. <laughs> well, they were using weights for everything because let's oh, not yeah. forget it was a workout. Yeah, true. According to the homicide detective, couldn't no believe suspect tricked the hotel rent. manager. But I'm just hoping that she checked in with somebody. Who do you have checking in on September 5th? Ben stolen. No, sir, sir. That, I think that's telling me the key's been stolen. I don't think there's a guy named Ben stolen. <laughs> That's, that's the, he's, his name is Ben Stolen. You're telling me that you took a guy's name as Ben Stolen. Right. And your key is missing. Your key has been stolen. No, no, no. 
this uh, key he didn't he didn't drop off back in the office. Right. So it's been stolen, right? Yeah, it's stolen. The key is stolen, right? Right. And the guy's name is Ben Stolen. Right. <laughs> you see Mr. Ben Stolen? Okay. Call me. Dude, don't even start me. <laughs> Dude, did he believe that? Yeah, the the, the hotel manager probably believed it. <laughs> but the cop was too smart. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, What's right? it say? This is one's actually from Australia. Oh. HR reading all the excuses I've given for missing work. Oh, damn. You had three heart operations. You suffered two cardiac arrests, <laughs> you died twice on the operating table, you had a stroke, mm -hmm. and you were diagnosed with an operable brain tumour and given four months to live. Correct. <laughs> Is that you, miss? <laughs> <laughs> That's like every Australian. It's, it's, I'm glad that that meme was from Australia because oh. it just represents this country so well. Dude, it is me and it is... Everyone in Australia. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I love that. Correct. You had three oh, heart wait. operations? This is the same one, sorry. Holy shit. Our last one, I think. When you have money and oil. Yeah, when you have money, uh, when you have money and oil. <laughs> and those were the memes for today. I hope you enjoyed them. I got some. Uh, oh, dude. I'll try, I'll try to keep them for next week. So fucking good. Holy <laughs> shit. So good. I don't know. That was amazing, man. Dude, I love those memes. Holy shit. Hey, okay. Have you heard of... Um, did you hear what's happening in Brazil? Nah, but I thought about Googling Brazil because I wanted to check how the government was going, but I didn't do it. So, you know, like, they're basically just exactly what happened with uh, Trump. But that's still going. Yeah, they... Oh, my God. Dude, they, they invaded the uh, the capital. They didn't. Yeah, yeah, they invaded, like, the presidential... I gotta Google it. I gotta Google that. Google. Are you fucking serious? Uh, oh, no, dude. They went to the I capital just got an and they e stormed I, it. Just, just, just as a side, just as completely unrelated, I just got an email from my accountant saying... My hex debt is $28,360. Dude, that's not even that high. Really? I thought I just must have, might have dodged it. <laughs> you didn't dodge it. Fuck. They don't put interest on it, do they? They do, actually. What? Yeah. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll look into that after. Um, but it's not high. Okay. Uh, Brazil... What do I say? Riots? Yeah, cap. Uh, Brazil protesters or something. But I'm telling you, anyways, like the president went off to Florida. Yeah. The ex-president yep. Bolsonaro. Yep. He lost. Who's the Trump-like character? Yeah. He lost by a very narrow margin. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, he kept saying he kept saying the same thing as Stolen. Trump, like voter fraud and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, he eventually, instead of like handing over the power at the inauguration, he just fucks off to florida and uh really now living there no and while he did that the his like supporters stormed the capital holy shit exactly it's happened. the same way as they did with trump oh my god <laughs> oh that's cr i'm just looking their capital looks kind of shitty 
Their capital, I haven't obviously I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's really futuristic. It's like a new capital that they. Oh, built. they built a city for it, eh? Yeah, dude, that is a uh, wow. It's the same. It just looks like a soccer game though, because of the soccer, the the Brazilian. Whenever yeah. you see that many Brazilian uh, flat, like jerseys, you're like, oh, it's a soccer game. It's a soccer game. Well, Fuck and, uh, man, that's crazy. And apparently, like, so Bolsonaro, even that was too much for him. He made from Florida. He made this like statement saying that the protesters crossed a line. Oh, uh, okay. And the protesters were like, "Man, shut the fuck up! You're irrelevant now." <laughs> <laughs> They're demanding <sighs> the fuck. military to take over because they really hate the the current president, Lula. Doesn't they Lula call him a isn't, communist? But 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 doesn't isn't Lula? Like really on the ground policy wise, right? Mm-hmm. Why is he in hospital? Uh, he was stabbed in 2018 uh, oh. during his campaign, and uh, apparently he had some complication recently, so all he's right. in hospital. Um, but he'll be all right. Apparently, but isn't Lula? You know, they always say communist, but isn't 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 Lula? Aren't Lula's policies basically just like fair living conditions, fair wages? Yes. Like, is he a communist? No. Well, he's a socialist. But so, but what? He's like he's Bernie Sanders. It's just okay. So, are the people riding ultra rich, like, industry owners uh, or working class people? No, not working class people like Lula. Yeah, so some working class people, particularly the ones that don't live in super urban areas like Bolsonaro. Think about it. Like Lula won narrowly. So clearly yeah, half of the yeah. country wasn't for him. Yeah. So to say like all wor- workers support Lula is, is going to be a bit much. Yeah. But it's like a rural urban divide. So rural voters, working class also like uh, Bolsonaro. Right. And don't like Lula. Uh, right. It's it's like the Labour Party. Lula used to be a, a, a union organizer. So he's like kind of like what Bill Shorten I'm, did. I'm just trying to figure and out. And he was also the president uh, of Brazil. Uh, yeah, no. up until, Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. And he, he, by the way, he really transformed the country. He so like, made Brazil, he, he, made, he made it a great again. So what are like the rioters, <laughs> if they have an argument, forget stolen. What are they, why do they like, because all I know, the main thing I've heard is that Bolsonaro like decimated the Amazon. Which is horrible. Yeah, well, he cleared out because again, he he Industry. farmers like him, and so he right, wanted to create right, these right. agricultural. He essentially just wanted to raise cattle over that part of the land that he wanted to clear out. So okay, and so, do do the riders have any any <laughs> fair like? Do they have a point? Any jurisdiction? Do they have anything like? What's their gripes with uh with with Lula? So they don't like Lula because he thinks that Lula just gives money to like uh, slum dwellers and doesn't care about like business. But that's not true, right? No, I don't think that's true at all. Right? Yeah. Uh, so but they think the, that. So it's like the Trump it's vibe. Like, it's the Trump vibe, but it's kind of just like it's kind of like uh, the like imagery and iconography and colorful language that's used is sort of like freedom and prosperity, but then. The reality, when you look at the hard facts, it's like how much money is being put into hospitals, how's the environment being protected, wages, housing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so he made a lot of public housing. So he, fuck those people, basically. Yeah, dude, fuck them. And Lula was sick. Lula, the problem with Brazil. Give me, 
what, yeah, sorry, what happened on. was like when before no the idea. Cold War like uh had ended. Yeah. Um, Brazil was socially inclined, like they mm-hmm. wanted to be socialist, but the U.S. essentially just propped up the Brazilian regime to ensure that there's no communist takeover of Brazil. Yeah, and essentially, once the uh, and so the military is pretty anti-communist and anti-Lula for sure. that, for that reason. And so when uh, the Cold War ended, America just stopped giving a shit. So then, um, <laughs> I think early two thousands, Lula was elected. And Lula enacted a whole uh, set of reforms. Like some of them were workers' rights, uh, you know, like standard basic regulations that protect workers. He also started, like he increased the welfare state, like he increased public housing. He was giving like, you know, like basic welfare stuff that we do already. And uh, this was, this also happened to be the time when China was just exploding. So China's demand, Brazil produces a lot of commodities, like, uh, you know, some, some of the stuff that not so you know where's the soccer balls come from by the way china pakistan what all soccer balls fuck that off. are used at fifa world cups are made in pakistan hey good gun they must be well made yeah one success story there <laughs> but uh <laughs> do Pakis even like fucking soccer though not as much yeah that's yeah. cool though that's but cool. there's like sporting industry over there yeah i think one of the few that still remains uh either way uh, Ch- China's so Brazil produces a lot of these commodities like bauxite, minerals, kind of like what we do, and China was just exploding. So their demand for it was insane. So while Lula was in government, mm. the Brazilian economy was like growing at an amazing pace. In fact, like they they formed that um, uh, the BRICS Council, which is uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China. These were the four developing countries that they people thought we're going to enter into the first world soon or they're going to be the the biggest economies of the future and so lula presided all over uh, during that period which is why he got elected again because yeah. he under his reign brazil was killing it however when he left his um successor i can't remember her name yeah she I, came. I watched a documentary on that a long time ago yeah, yeah. by that point what had happened was she was imprisoned well, yes. he was in prison. Yeah, well, there was corruption charges, which, uh, which a lot of it was literally just uh, made up. But right. the reason why they were able to do that, because Lula's government was so popular and hers was too, because of this prosperity period that they had, China's demand just collapsed after a certain point. I think it was around 2015, around the same time, that China's economy started slowing down and they weren't growing at that 12, 13% ridiculous cartoonish numbers like before. They were like at 6%. So the demand from Brazil also went down. So they went through like a little bit of a recession as a result. And that was enough for the right wing to say, these Uh, guys are corrupt, we're taking over and they got the mileage. So they threw out that government and Bolsonaro was just, he represented the non-left section of Brazil. And so when he lost the elections, a lot of people felt that we're now going back into that 15-year period that we had of socialists. Because literally Lula is back and they didn't want it. They were just... It's Trump right. versus Bernie. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So Bernie's back in power and Bernie is... Uh, like uh, Biden is sending a lot of people to jail over this. We'll see how it goes. Fuck. The only variable in Brazil is the military. Like there is... I don't think they'll do it, but there is a possibility that... The military takeover. Tr- tries to do a takeover. It's so crazy that there's just these. <sighs> it's hard because, like, you can you, you can conflate the social 
cultural aspects and the policy aspects. It's the same fucking thing. Like Trump might be like freedom and all this kind of shit, which a lot of people might agree with, but then it's just like, but what are the policies? Like who's getting, who's paying? It's a balancing act. You know what I mean? It's like, who's paying their taxes? How many concessions are made to like the 1% versus like welfare? It's like this balancing act, but like, is there anything I'm always trying to be like devil's advocate. Is there anything that, the right wing guy did that was good policy wise or not man i personally i'm sure there is i i mean i think it seems pretty obvious that majority most of it was bad like you can he was literally he was following trump's playbook so but it's pretty whatever you agree with or disagree with trump you can literally just translate that to him yeah there wasn't much on apart from like being hilarious (laughs) entertaining and maybe international his international sort of geopolitical like administration seems that trump was on net like a negative hey like in terms of you know doing good policy Mm. right is there anything that lula you reckon would go too far in no man, I love Lula. Really? I'm biased. I'm he's one of really? my favorite politicians. So like, I'm sure Lula wouldn't be like, fucking, you know. I'm sure he wouldn't be like, ah, you're making, you're some company that's making this much money. You're shutting down. I'm sure he wouldn't be like that. Well, right? if they're not paying their taxes and if they're being schemy, then maybe, but not generally. Mm. Like you have ten years of his rule, actually fifteen years if you count a successor two of his rule where. He wasn't Stalin by any means. Mm. He just wanted some regulations, you know, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. perfectly reasonable. I think so. Would you say Lula's like our labor? Lula's no. Bernie Sanders. Bernie. Like straight up Bernie. And Bernie is real good friends with Lula too. Lula's mm. also mates with Chomsky. So Lula's from that Shit. circle. Shit. So he's not, I don't think he's like a commie. I don't think, I think commie's still just thrown around as this like uh, scared, you know, tactic to kind of, uh, to kind of, uh, like, do you think, I was thinking about this recently, right? Peterson is a smart guy. He considers himself conservative in many ways, maybe more cultural. Do you think that he, if Peterson was sitting down, because I use him as a metric and was like talking to Lula and he, Lula laid out his policies, do you think he would agree with them? I don't think. Not I, Peterson. Peterson would hate him. So, because he's just like a free market guy where he's like, you don't regulate anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like, come on, dude, let's admit it. Peterson is now right wing. Mm. Like, I'm not saying necessarily- He's not a Trump a guy though. He's not thing. a Trump guy. He's not a Trump guy. He's a standard right wing. So Lula is left. I'm he's just trying, not I, even I just, center yeah. left. He's like kind of left left. Yeah. It's, I'm, I guess I'm just trying to figure out what that means practically. Because uh, people throw around these terms and it's like, it would, it, it'd just be- Interesting to see, like, policy versus policy. So, you know so what I for mean? For example, like, someone like uh, Peterson wouldn't agree with the, the the workplace reforms because he would say that you're just stifling people. Uh, wages should be based on the free market. You shouldn't yeah, tell yeah, people yeah. that there's minimum wage standards. Like, But surely, yeah. You're just unemploying people. And they it's, have their own it's, it's reasons inter- for it. It's interesting that... So Peterson, a lot of the time, points out what he sees as the failure of the Canadian government. But then surely Peterson can look at an example like America and see the failings of like the American government under Trump, which, you know, like, you know, you know, 
minimum, like people not being able to survive on like three jobs, surely Peterson will look at that and be like, that's not, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a sort of rigged system. That's not, it's not a functioning system either. Right. Yeah. yeah. Would he believe that? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out the, the details. Like I, I, it'd be, it'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah. I don't think they'd like each other, man. It's like, yeah, just because imagine. Chomsky's not like a commie. Chomsky's like oh, Chomsky's a, an anarchist. Yeah, but anarchist be, meaning like, but ironically, Jordan was telling me that Chomsky's perspective of anarchy is gut bureaucratic institutions that are that 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 are that are meaningless and just say that's that that's like that's like a that's like a conservative point of view. Yeah, he believes in the extreme devolution of power. So most decisions that are to be made in a society are to be made by literally at a council level. Yeah, but that's not. That's like that's not a communist thing. That's no, like, it's not. So that's Which what I'm, I'm saying. He's not a communist. Yeah. He's an anarchist. That's but what anarchism means. It exactly. Doesn't necessarily but, mean but, like, that, but that's an, it's, it's almost like small. But ironically, I think there's similarities. I think that like what if you met some like conservative person in America and they sat down with Chomsky, like which is what happened with Alex Jones. They agreed on everything except for guns. But they agreed. Yeah, they agreed true. on everything. Yeah, and then he true. said like, "You love guns," and he was like, "No," and he's just like. But like everything else, they were down the line. So there is this weird correlation. Like some, it's, it's sometimes I think it's. He said different terms, like. Uh, but very similar. Alex Jones was saying mind control, and Chomsky was saying propaganda. Yeah, but it's the same shit. The same thing. And by the end of it, uh, Chomsky was also saying mind control because he was like, "Well, that's we're basically talking about the same thing." Yeah, but that's my so point. That's words. my point is that like it's strange to me that like someone like Alex Jones and Chomsky can have very similar perspectives. One's considered like conservative and patriotic and the other's considered left. But re in reality, it's like, it seems that they both have ideas that like th this sort of thing of like getting rid of corruption, uh, not checking power, making sure certain institutions don't have, con because it, like, if you think about it, if the military industrial complex more or less runs America, that's very, so that's very communist. Well, it's not like communist, but like I get what you're saying. It's like right? an overarching body that like makes government spending on yeah, like yeah, industry. yeah, it's socialist, yeah. So like, and also with Brazil, they're saying, oh, the military should take over. It's like, how is that? That's like Stalinesque as fuck. Who wants the military taking over? Well, some people, some yeah, but countries, but there's the so many controls. Much larger. Yeah, but there's so many, there's so many contradictions in the. In the, do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, do you know no, what I'm I saying? I know what you mean. I'm, yeah. I'm in agreement with you, but that's just because their like, point of view. Because like. I'm the kind of person where I'm not the kind of person I'm like, burn down the state. There is no such thing as a state. It's like, that's the stupidest shit ever. But at the same time, if someone's like, also, if you work three jobs, uh, you should never be able to afford a house. No, that's fucked, you know? I don't know. This is true. I'll start my own party. Start the Croatian party. Uh, sense party. I don't know. I, it's, 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 it's just, I try, I'm try, I always try to get to the like details of things and it's, yeah, I don't hey, there's know. some more news, miss. This yeah. is going to be really triggering for you. <laughs> a university professor in Minnesota, uh, an art theory professor, <laughs> showed some pictures of, uh, sorry, some artwork of oh. images of Muhammad. Yeah. Prophet Muhammad. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> got fired for it. For showing pictures of it. Why? Oh, because you're not allowed to. Yeah, because you're not allowed to. That is triggering. <laughs> I knew it was true. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it is. The it double is. standards. But, because imagine that. But like, just so you know, <sighs> Muslims really hate images. <laughs> it's so dumb. Here's a picture of Muhammad. No. 
Here is a picture of Piss Christ, the artwork of a urinal. Well, that's the thing. It's like, such a double it standard. It's it's in look, a country that's secular, look, I, religion I get, and state are secular. You can't have that. I get the double standard, and I'm in agreement with you. She shouldn't have been fired, and you should be allowed to do whatever you want, freedom of speech, blah blah blah. But. Christians, most Christians, not all Christians, but most Christians are perfectly okay with imagery of God. Yeah. It doesn't conflict with their religion. No. But in a certain, like Judaism and Islam, imagery of God or even imagery of the prophet is super sacrilege. Okay, but in a it's country, because, like literally one of the one of the commandments, I think the first commandment is, "Thou shall not make an image of God." Sure, but in a country that is secular, separation of church and state, it's like one of the fucking four, one of the one of the founding things of America, and since like with the French Revolution, England, the West, whatever you want to call it. So again, the argument of like they don't. It, it can't conflate. They can't, you can't have, you can't, it's one or the other. It's either there's things you can't say under religion or you can say whatever you want. You can't have both. You can't t- cherry pick. Well, you can, say, you're not allowed to say these things, but you can say these things. That's like, it's, it's, it's it has to be absolute. It does, but it doesn't look, make, I, I agree with you, but there's, I don't get it. That's crazy. And so, you know, I did uh, Neil's pod yesterday. Mm. I didn't get into this at all, even though, but I prepared for it. And I'm not saying it's because it's Muslim. It's same thing with Judah. If it was a Judaism thing. No, no, but they, thing, Jews yeah. don't do it because they're, you know, like they're, they're a bit more relaxed. Right. You know? uh, well, maybe certain be a- Orthodox Jews would be triggered if you try to make images of God. But and, and same as fucking- A minority, but a majority of Muslims would get triggered by that. So there's that difference. But, but okay, yeah. Okay, look, I don't know how much time we have, but- I wanted to, I was about to talk about this on Neil's pod, but uh, we didn't get around to it. Because you know how he likes talking about religion. So uh, last week when we did the pod before the last one, I was saying, you know what? If you, if, considering you like religion, and because I wanted to do this with Jordan, but Jordan hates talking about religion. I wanted to give him the origin story of Islam. <laughs> Shawarma. Yeah. Shawarma. Are you okay with it? Because this ties in into why... They hate the images of God so much. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to hear it. I know the story. He rode no. in on a camel and whatever. No, no, no. no. I, this is, <laughs> this is not. This story isn't about Muhammad. This oh. is the. This is a story about the context of Muhammad. Okay, sure. All right, okay. So pre-Islamic Arabia. So this is what Muslims generally believe. It's a completely wrong concept, but most Muslims believe this. As God, pre-Islamic Arabia was a time of polytheism. People believed in all different kinds of God. The morality was uh, was really uh, had taken a back seat, and in this environment, a man named Muhammad came up with this revolutionary idea, which was monotheism, that there's one God and one God only. Was this pre-Jesus? No, this is after Jesus. Right, right, right. This is around sixth uh, century. Oh, sorry, six uh, six six forty two A.D. Shout out, okay? shout out that century. So this is what Muslims believe. Okay, and then the Muhammad's idea of one God was so triggering for the polytheists at the time that they decided that they didn't want anything to do with him and tried to kill him, right? This is the standard belief. This is completely wrong. <laughs> so, in fact, pre-Islamic Arabia was very, was very, very tolerant. It, was, it wasn't just 
polytheism. It was all kinds of religion that were widely practiced in the area, including monotheism. Okay, so I'll give you like a little context. Let's go really back. So One the story, AD. The story of <laughs> the story of uh, Islam and Muhammad really begins with the Kaaba, that black stone in Mecca. Ah. Oh. Okay. So is that like two thousand one a space odyssey with the big black square? Yes, but I, I'll give you. So there was this. So that stone was. We don't know exactly the origins of that stone where it started. It's too is like we don't have that kind of historical evidence for it. But the general belief in pre-Islamic Arabia was that Adam had built it, you know, from Adam and Eve at the beginning of time as a temple of worship for God, which later on was ruined. And then Abraham rebuilt it. And that particular uh, monument has been there ever since. Mm. And it's a place, it's a holy place, right? That was the belief. Now, the fact that they claim that Abraham and Adam did it already tells you the fact that they knew what monotheism was. Because followers of Abraham and Moses yeah, yeah. follow monotheism. So that was that was something that I like, think Muslims don't really recognize as much. So one guy, I can't remember his name, man, but this is like five or like maybe six or seven generations pre-Muhammad. He So this particular Kaaba or the stone was always a place of worship in an area of Mecca, which is just like, it's not really that important. This area is like a, a dust bowl. Most people don't really care about this point. This black stone exists and some people in the area have some religious or spiritual affiliation to it. So they go over there and that's what essentially the economy is. One man came to this conclusion that the Kaaba is where the power rests. So whoever controls Kaaba will control all of that area, right? Mecca. And this man decided that uh, he would build his... So he took over Mecca by force and he decided that he was literally going to have his own house inside of the Kaaba. And anyone that had to go through that would have to go through him and essentially pay a little bit of a tax to him, right? And then what happened was that slowly as this process evolved, he decided that how do I increase business? How do I get more people to come in? So he was a very warlike and he was supported by this tribe called the Quraysh that helped him out in all of this. Mm. And he decided that and they bec their, this became a business model. The business model was that they would go to different parts of Arabia and they would steal idols, right? Whether yeah. it be so, let's say in Syria, there was this uh, idol of Mary uh -huh. or Jesus that uh, people would go to. So they would go and he would forcibly steal them mm. and he would bring them and he would put it in the Kaaba. Damn. So anyone that wanted to go and visit their God... And that was Muhammad. No, this was not oh, Muhammad. Some other this guy. is like... Oh, way before, This right. is like a couple of centuries Sorry. before Muhammad. Gotcha, gotcha. Right? And so anyone that wanted to go and see this idol had to go to Mecca and had to go to the Kaaba mm. to go see it. It's like and Disneyland for religious idols. Yes. And they had to pay this man a tax. Eventually that man died, but the tribes that really controlled the area uh, controlled this trade. So then this became really evolved to the point where... Uh, any visitor that came in, and by the way, it wasn't just one idol. They, at the peak of it, before Islam, they say that there were about 365 idols. Jesus. Different, different idols from different religions, different variations of religions, whether it be Judaism, Christianity, yeah. or many of the pagan religions at the time, right? 
and they would steal and put them over there get people to pay taxes to enter and watch and basically pray to these things and usually what this also meant was people that came to the part to worship brought with them goods and services that they would sell in the city of mecca right so the city of mecca essentially became a trading hub a forced trading hub most of the trading went from yemen to syria and iraq mecca wouldn't come in between but because of this it became a trading route where people would go pray and do all of this and this yeah, made that particular town very powerful and rich, right? So this was the context of Arabia. Mm. And the entire economy was, again, based on this uh, visitation process. Now, this was a tribal society. Before this sort of stability, weird stability had come into place, tribes would always be fighting one another. No one really had control. But now there was a control, uh, there was a control there was some sort of stability over there but the stability was really skewed back in the day the way your uh, tribal customs worked it was an eye for an eye setup right so if i hit your neighbor then you get to hit my neighbor if i kill your son you get to kill my son and this was like as barbaric as it is but that was the way that they maintained peace and order in mm. in this ancient time let's not forget this and what what ended so and it kind of worked it worked fine in many ways but then when this particular tribe the Quraysh tribe that had control over mecca and the kaaba had become so disproportionately powerful that essentially no other member of any other tribe could really screw with them mm -hmm. so if you hit their neighbor sorry if, if they hit your neighbor they were too powerful for you to go and hit their neighbor yeah. So the eye for an eye system really wasn't working. And the biggest disadvantages that this was causing was for people that were really weak. So orphans, widows, uh, people that essentially had no tribal protection. Musicians. Right? <laughs> Musicians, I'm guessing, of the time. And so the, the society became really unjust. There was this one tribe that controlled everything. They were calling all the shots and everyone else just had to like agree with them. And if you were on the fringe of society where like you were, you know, you were an orphan whose parents died, you had like no inheritance. Most of their money was again quadrupled through debt, mm. which is why debt is really looked down upon in Islam. Uh, they would, well, that's so good. If you were, if you were an orphan, uh, there was a certain age. So let's say your father died when you were eight years old. You wouldn't get any of the inheritance. You were considered too young to inherit anything. If you're a woman, you wouldn't get any inheritance. In fact, you would be considered property and you would be given off to whoever inherits you next. And if they don't want to inherit you, then you find someone else who wants to marry you and they get all your property. Mm -hmm. Right? So there was a lot of people that were really disenfranchised. So in this context... Muhammad came along. Muhammad was, he, although he was part of the Quraysh tribe, but he was on the, uh, uh, a weaker tribe called the Banu Hashim, which didn't have a lot of money. They had some prestige in terms of uh, reputation, but they didn't have solid economic power. And Muhammad was an orphan. His father had died when he was, in fact, like just after he was born or even before he was born. His mother died like shortly after he was born. So he was essentially an orphan mm. that didn't get to inherit any of the wealth. Not that there was a lot, but whatever there was, he didn't get any of that. So he was at the mercy of his uncle. And so in that time, he felt that he lived a really unjust life. Because the only way you could really make something of yourself was get a loan from the, the rich tribal elders 
who would give it to you at an exorbitant uh, mm. interest rate that you most likely won't be able to pay off and eventually you'd have to go into slavery. Shit. The reason why Muhammad wasn't didn't go into slavery was because his uncle, who wasn't super rich, but gave him some protection. So he said, okay, you don't have anything. I have some business. You can go work in this business a little bit. And, you know, so he always lived in this weird, he lived on scraps essentially. In fact, to the point where like uh, he at some age, I think maybe he would have been like 18 or something and he wanted to marry one of his cousins and the cousins Respect. was like, no, you're too poor. I'm not going to marry you. In the, and then eventually, so at the age of 25, he also developed a reputation for being an honest man or whatever. So this one lady who became later on became his first wife was this 40 year old woman who an anomaly in this society, she had managed to gather some wealth. She had a business of trading and she had actually hired Muhammad to be one of the leaders, to the merchants that would go on, take the stuff from Mecca to different parts of Arabia, like Syria and Iraq. And in the process, um, uh, he came back. She expected, because everyone used to like, there was some level of corruption that was expected. So she expected a certain amount of, money that he would bring in but Muhammad came back with more money that she had expected because he had made some more money and so she was impressed with his honesty and she asked him to marry him and uh, so Muhammad was 25 at the time and she was 40 and so Muhammad was like what's the, a what's nobody the, what are they called uh, milfs yeah yeah, yeah milf <laughs> <laughs> uh, Muhammad was a nobody and she was someone and eventually after they got married Muhammad sort of got accepted into the wider society because you know he started managing her business and from all the accounts he actually did pretty well like the business grew and everything it's like my life but he was always upset with the way society was based how there was disproportionate power for the Quraysh and the power came from all of these idols that were in the Mecca so his revolutionary idea wasn't that one God ex that there's only one God people knew that there was only one God or a lot of people knew that there was only one God he said that one God existed, or there was only one God, and all the other gods are irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Which means, when he says, no, which is the, the, the proclamation of Islam, no God but God. Well, that essentially is saying that, yes, okay, there is one monotheistic God, but all the other gods don't matter. Right. So all the idols in the Kaaba don't matter. And if all the idols in the Kaaba don't matter, then the entire economy that helps this tribe does not matter at all. Mm. In fact, not only do they not matter, but they're corrupted. So all the idols need to be destroyed, which means the entire economy of Mecca needs to be destroyed and the current power structure needs to be completely absolved. Mm. And so the idea of th that monotheism, that the idols are bad, mm. that images are b bad, although comes from an, from an economic reformist point of view, but in modern society, Muslims look at that is that it's super sacred. Anyways, right. Muhammad has his own history, which I think some of you might know of. Like he eventually, uh, like he, he gets persecuted. He has to leave. He goes to a different city. Blah, blah, blah. Most people know about that. But the, the idea of the idols and the Mecca are mm. so important to Muslims right? because it is the fundamental gripe that Muhammad had against his society of the time. But then did he invent a new one? No, God? I don't, no, no, he didn't. Invent so what did God. he pick? In fact, most of the most of the Quran talks about God as like, and he says, and God, the same God that the Christians believe in, the same God that the Jews believe. Really? In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can you believe in, in fact, this? For like 
literally most of Islam when Muhammad was alive, he didn't even think that Jews and Christians need to convert. At some point he changed his mind and he said that they should they can also come into this new fold. But they just he felt that it was like it was pointless to convert Christians and Jews because they already believe in the one God. But wait, how can you say all religions are wrong except mine? Uh but also Jews and Christians, we do believe in the same God. Isn't that like yeah, but n- conflate? But he didn't say that all religions were wrong. He had an issue with, but okay, again, so now- All the idols were wrong. Yeah, polytheism was wrong. But Judaism he liked because it was based on monotheism. Ah. In fact, he also liked Christianity. The only thing, you know, around, I think it was third or fourth century when uh, the, the Christianity also transformed a little bit. The idea of Trinity came into Christianity. Mm. that Jesus was because you know before that uh, Christianity was essentially a, a Jewish sect yeah it was yeah uh, it break was, off yeah, it was a break off of Jewish yeah. Judaism but later on when it became the uh, the religion of Rome it sort of developed because you know Rome, Rome Romans had their own idea of God and religion so they really sort of meshed the two and the idea of Trinity came in the idea of like man God mm. man God in, uh, in 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 Jesus's time would be super sacrilege because again, he was a Jew, and Jews are very serious about monotheism. Mm. But around third century, the idea of Trinity sort of seeped into mainstream Christianity that Jesus was not just a human; he was also God, and he was also the Holy Spirit, and he was all, which is more congruent with uh, European ideas of religion at the time. Muhammad didn't like that aspect of Christianity. Other than that, he was on board with everything. He believed mm. Jesus was a prophet. He believed Jesus was. Uh, he believed Jesus is the Messiah. He believed that Jesus is going to come at the end of times. He believes that Jesus was killed for his uh, beliefs for Romans. And he, but he said that Jesus didn't himself mm. believe in Trinity. He felt that he was a prophet that was chosen by God to propagate his message, but he wasn't God himself. And that's what he was considered too, right? A prophet. Yeah, and he. he well, he is considered a prophet by Muslims now, but he at the time said, which was again something new, which is why the Meccans also didn't like him because he wasn't saying that I am propagating the message of Abraham, message of Jesus. He said that I am also one of them. Like I am not propagating Abraham's message. I am the new Abraham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he's considered a prophet. But again, he always said that he was a man as opposed to a God, which sort of falls in line with the... Uh, the the monotheistic framework of looking at things. Mm. So what I'm saying is the imagery and idols are re- like hatred towards them are really embedded into Islam because it was the central crux of Muhammad's argument. But and it was mostly as a as a as an opposition to the Quraysh tribe, really. To be yeah. honest, but like you know that sort idols. of bit. Like, but does that mean that like modern modern day Islam? Uh, disregards Christianity and Judaism and other religions as like false, also or just idols. No, 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 no. no. Just like idols. You cannot be a Muslim if you don't believe that Jesus and Moses were prophets of God. Huh. Like it's it's a central requirement. Really, to be a Muslim. Yeah. But but so you're saying just from way back then, from because idols, that's been ta- the idols thing, that's been taken as like any images now. Uh, it's the same thing. You can't yeah. show image because it's an idol. Yeah. Huh. So it's almost like it's not in a... It's Particularly not- images. And so Muslims really don't like images of Muhammad because they think that images of Muhammad will lead to worship of Muhammad. 
Oh, really? That's yeah. why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not because it's sacred. No, 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 because, well, not sacred, but because it leads images and idols lead you to start worshiping them. And an image of Muhammad or an idol of Muhammad will be so potent for Muslims, where uh, like a lot of Muslims will start worshiping it. So it's like, and it comes from the same Judaic concept, like the golden calf, you know, that story from Bible, right? Where uh, Muhammad, oh, sorry, Moses went up on the mountain and he left a, uh, and people started worshiping a golden calf. Uh, the idea is that any kind of idol will eventually make you start worshiping it. Mm. So you're right. A lot of Muslims might not agree with this, but Muslims don't think that images of Muhammad, not Muslims, again, Muslim clergy doesn't think that images of Muhammad are bad because it's sacrilege, but because it was something that Muhammad fought against that an image of, an image of him will eventually lead uh, to people worshipping his images as opposed to God. <laughs> that, I didn't, that's interesting. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. But either that's way, interesting. having said all of this, should be able to show images at universities, man. I'm it's not a university, like, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it, that all goes out the window. Yeah. But it is interesting because I still stand by the point of like, might be insensitive in that case, but it's like, dude, it's a university. That was the place where you should be. Wunch was a place where uh, it's kind of like, it should be a place where ideas are challenged. And if you're offended, it's like in this wall too bad, in these walls too bad, yeah, you know? Exactly. And also like from all, from what I was reading in the article, she gave the students a trigger warning. Yeah. Well, saying like, yeah, I'm going to show images of yeah. Muhammad it was just the uni. Buddha. It's probably just the uni covering their own asses, but but it's interesting because like Christians believe a lot of them believe right where it's like Jesus is is king. Like they do because Bible refers to Jesus as king. Yeah, because you know a church. I mean, the church I grew up going to had like. Uh, <laughs> he was on the fucking cross. You could see him. Like they made a like a little like a like a statue of it so it's like it's the opposite where it's like it's almost like they're proud of displaying those images because it represents like god or whatever yeah but not initially mm. that was again an innovation of christianity it's when paul mainstreamed christianity in in uh hillsong in, <laughs> in europe and the roman empire yeah and that's when the images started getting accepted because you know Europeans really liked images and they liked idols. And so they were like, I'm on board with this new religion, but you're telling me to like, what do I, lo what, what am like, I, worship what, about, what am I worshiping? What about Christmas? So they just added that. What do you mean? What about Christmas? Well, Christmas, like Jesus wasn't actually born in Christmas on Christmas day or anything. That's a, an old pagan tradition. Yeah. It is a pagan thing. Yeah, isn't that it? got morphed into Christianity and the idea that Jesus what was, know, was a man. God also did it because we don't know a lot about what Jesus said, but, Every historian agrees with this, that the idea that a Jewish man from Nazareth around the 4th century BC when Jesus was apparently born was propagating that he himself was God is completely unlikely. Mm. What, really? What Jesus was oh, saying, shit. they say that Jesus wasn't saying that he was God. Jesus was saying that he was the Messiah that came into, which was again a Jewish concept. The Messiah is a Jewish concept. Right. Jews believe that a Messiah would come and he would reestablish the kingdom of David. And Jesus said that he was the Messiah and he is here to usher in the kingdom of David and rule out the kingdom of Caesar. 
and as a result hmm. for this crime he was uh crucified and executed which by the way according to roman traditions we know that crucifixion was a crime that was reserved for sedition so those two people that died alongside jesus on those crosses same shit weren't thieves they they're called they they in fact in bible they're referred to as bandits and bandits was a common term used at the time so they were independent jesuses that were claiming oh shit yeah yeah, yeah. and jesus <laughs> was just one of them and there were many jesus wasn't even that popular at the time really yeah. were the romans what what was the what what did in caesar's time what was the predominant religion in rome before that like when they went yeah their their version of like uh polytheism or paganism yeah, Christianity wasn't a thing. No, no, time. I know that, yeah. but like, so they would be like the Greeks, like the gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the gods. Greek gods, yeah. And Jesus really. So, do you think Jesus's main, like Muhammad, Jesus's main motivation was just to take down the Roman Empire? Not to take down the Roman Empire. He didn't even think that big. He wanted to take down the Roman Empire in Palestine. Oh, sorry, in what Israel, whatever you want to call it. Uh. Um. So he wanted, because the rabbis, <laughs> he had a beef not with Caesar. He had a beef with his rabbis. Because very much like Muhammad, in around the same time, the rabbis had essentially created this agreement with the Roman Empire. And the temple, which was the most holy site, was riddled with not just the rabbis, but also Romans. And for, for a traditional Jew like who came from like, you know, buttfuck nowhere of Nazareth, that was sacrilege that you are distorting our religion. You are getting the Romans mm. who have destroyed us <laughs> to like, basically you're shaking hands with them. What kind of a religious Jew are you? Shit. And so he said, I'm the Messiah. And my problem is with this rabbinic class who have agreed, who have basically uh, right. formed an alliance with the with Romans. So did so Jesus he wanted consider, to kick them out. Did Jesus consider himself a Jew? Well, look, we don't know, but like, yes. Fuck. <laughs> so it's the same story as Muhammad. Very similar. Yeah, like if, if Jesus came today and like he looked at Christianity, he wouldn't be like, oh, this is what I wanted. He'd be like, I'm a Jew. Like I've got nothing to do with this new religion. He was Shit. just a, Jew, a, a Jewish reformer, really. Fuck. That's bizarre. And isn't it insane? You're blowing my mind right now. Isn't it insane? I should have taken this at uni. 30 grand for art history um it's insane that christianity took over that much like how did he get executed and then how did that his religion take over rome and then the world it's crazy because like and also how did judaism even survive because if that took off so much it's not un believable to think that all jews would convert and call themselves christian or whatever well so look by definition so the jewish tradition is that the messiah is going to come and the messiah is going to usher in the kingdom of david and jews will become supreme that is their central tenet and this will be just before the day of judgment so when jesus died he was clearly wrong the messiah uh, isn't supposed to die right so jews didn't want anything to do with jesus because he had proved himself to be a but, fake but how did that grow is an interesting question so like i said there was many messiahs that popped up around the time when there's economic upheaval when there's injustice in society there's going to be constantly reformers coming in jesus was just one of them the difference is 
that with each and every one of the other ones, once they were crucified by, by Caesar, they all went back home because, again, the Messiah is dead. So clearly, we, this was wrong. Mm. But in only Jesus' case, did all the disciples continue to propagate Jesus' word. Now, we don't have a historical reason or like even enough data to say why it is, but Christians of the time or Jewish Jews of the time that later became Christians say that they kept going because they saw the resurrection. Yeah, yeah. They saw right. Jesus rise up and yeah, all that yeah. stuff, which is not Fact. a thing. Maybe. It, I'm joking, I'm joking. Which is a thing that like the others didn't experience. And so, oh, yeah. they, so Jesus' brother James continued with Christianity. In fact, he was oh, I didn't he became far. the new leader right. of this new movement. But they can but they didn't call themselves Jews. Oh, they did. No, they still called themselves Jews. Jews. Paul, who was a so all of these people were like rural like hillbillies really, including <laughs> Jesus. Paul on the other hand was not that. Paul was a he was Jewish, but he was a very affluent and very integrated with the Roman society. He knew exactly how things were outside of his little hole, which Jesus and all of his followers didn't really know. And so he he's in fact the only one that even though didn't meet Jesus, is considered an apostle, right? Am I wrong about that? Is Paul an apostle? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's considered an apostle, even though he never really met Jesus. Paul and this, James yeah. used to not like Paul. They had a right. beef. And so James <laughs> was like, like Luke, Paul. who are you? You didn't even hang out with Jesus. And right. Paul was like, no, I met Jesus right. when he resurrected. And he came to me. He's like, James was like, sure, like whatever. But Paul like, re, like reinterpreted Jesus' sayings to cater to the Romans. And so Christianity became uh, huge because of Paul, really. Really? Had it not been Paul, it would have died as like the sect shit. that might have some following, but it would have really Holy fizzled out. Holy shit. And then when once the Roman Empire took on Christianity as a state religion, that's when things started to change. Like the idea of Trinity sort of came into being. It sort of became more when, what, catered to uh, what, Europe. What was the emperor that took it on, really? There's one that, it on? At one point, Rome changed and it officially became like a Catholic Christian. Yeah, be, I don't know the emperor. But, but, but it, was it was one after, of... Yeah. But that that is fascinating that that could happen. It's yeah. fascinating because the Romans now are essentially... Jews. <laughs> They're not. They're not. They hated but the Jews. In fact, that was one of the things they were like, yeah, look, I like this whole Jesus character, but like, what's up with him being Jewish and shit? Can we like change that? And so they, now, like, I swear a lot of Christians don't even know that Jesus was Jewish. No, that, well, it's pretty common knowledge, but maybe, but, but you're right because, no, you're right. I mean, obviously. They removed the Jewiness of Jesus. <laughs> anyway, that's what happened. Well, I mean, like, especially the way it's morphed, it's like, Yes, I can see that. But it is fascinating that like um, paganism just uh, died. Yeah. Because well, paganism is pretty cool. Yeah, I think Don't so. Don't they like worship the sun and uh, it's some sort of strange... Hey, this is the other thing. Paganism also had the idea of monotheism. So like if you look at like even the Greek gods, like Zeus was essentially God or what Muslims would call Allah. But then he had these demigods, right? Yeah. That you would go to on a regular basis. You didn't really go to Zeus. So the idea of monotheism wasn't that like there's one god that's separate from everyone. It was just that Zeus is the main guy and all of these other guys don't exist. Mm. So stop praying to these other people because these other people you have to go through in, in mysteries like people in between. These sort of uh, 
uh, guardians of religion, mm. <laughs> you you should only be praying to Zeus. Yeah. So uh, the term Allah predates Islam. Allah was Ar- 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 uh, Arabia Zeus, really. And mm. it existed centuries before. Mm. Uh, it before, just means like, God. It just means God. It means the supreme God. Huh. Fuck, man. It's so interesting to, 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 for you to lay it out that way because I haven't... It's hard to get into that on your own accord because it's like, Nazareth begat Judah, and Judah begat Paul, and Paul begat Judah, and you're just like falling asleep and shit. But like, that's, a, that's like a 101 crash course. It's fascinating that, you know from all the way back then you know to jesus being crucified and then it being continued and then the romans taking it on has just in a blip turned into like hillsong and like people in the south have been like yeah jesus it's just like it's crazy that it traveled over the oceans and then i guess because of because you know the Romans, uh, I don't know, after Caesar, they, I don't know, they said it was pre or after Caesar became democracy, the, the idea of pre-Caesar, but it was like a democracy more or less of the idea of it. And then that propagated to, uh, you know, the West. And then obviously when you get democracy, it's like, well, you also get Christianity. Mm. Um it's fa- fascinating. It's crazy. Pretty cool. It's crazy. Like we could do like maybe next part. Let's go like more into Jesus. yeah. Can we? It's yeah, so yeah. fascinating. Jesus has a really cool story too. See, it's so cool to talk about it from to hear it because you know I went to a Catholic primary school and none of this shit was explored. It was very like you know it was very it was very light. It was like Catholic light. It was like learn the hymns. You know, he died, he came back to life. By the way, all of this info that I'm getting, just for, for people that might be interested, I'm essentially getting it from Jesuit records. Because Jesuits... What's uh, oh, okay. Jesuits is like a, a branch of Catholic, uh, uh, Catholic Christians. And they're... Um, in fact, the, the current Pope is a Jesuit, Pope Francis. Oh. So they're... Uh, I would say that they're the intellectuals of the Christian world in some way. And they also explore historical Jesus. Well, you kind of have to, I think, if you want to, if you want to. Not necessarily. A lot of other Christians don't fuck with. No, they don't. Jesus, but I feel yeah. like you should. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you should, because like that in itself is a really interesting story. We don't have enough time to go into Jesus' story. We'll do. Let's do it it's next week. Equally, if not more, it's cooler than Muhammad's story. Let's do it we next also week. We didn't really go into Muhammad's story, but let's let's, let's just explore let's all of this next week. We'll call it like religion hour or something shawarma fm, shawarma FM. <laughs> Hummus FM. You know, and if we miss it i'll just watch uh, passion of the christ it's all yeah. there no it is fascinating i mean <laughs> uh, yeah i i it's like i kind of want to keep going on it but like we'll, we'll do it next we'll do it next week but uh it is it is fascinating and bizarre and then you know and then also we should probably get into the east buddhism that's fascinating oh, too bro. Bu- 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 that's also pretty it's cool. crazy i know about that it's like a guy and his story. Buddha's story. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Again, Buddha was a Hindu. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. In fact, here's one of the greatest <laughs> mysteries of Buddhism and Hinduism. India was Hindu, obviously. Mm. And after Buddha, at some point, all of India converted to Buddhism. Really? All of India converted to Buddhism. And then something happened in a very short span of time 
where they all went back to being Hindu. Whoa. And we really don't have an answer as to <laughs> oh why God. that happened. That's mental. Yeah. What the fuck? But what but wasn't what what was uh was he like was Buddha like Nepalese? What was his what was his No, name? he was North Indian. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was North Indian. Because I feel like out of all the religions, and I could be wrong here, but Buddhism seems his name like- is, His name was Gautam, which is one of the most common Hindu names in India. Really? In fact, Adani? Yeah. You know, his name's Gautam Adani. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. He's, he's a namesake of Buddha. Anyways, uh, well, we can oh, talk about all ne- that. Let's do a religion time. pod next That's week. That's so crazy. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, we Thank hope you, you enjoyed the pod. And apologies for Jordan not being here. Again, we can't go too much into it. Um, but, you know, at some point... He'll be back in soon. In the latest a week or two, things will go back to normal and he'll be here for every pod. So and we're still on up late, so join the Patreon, and baby. And join the up late. Because we'll be there after this. Fuck yeah, man. Let's see you guys. Bye. All right. See you.